welcome to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. In the news this week, the European Commission has unveiled its long-awaited strategy for developing hydrogen as an energy source over the next three decades. Hydrogen now accounts for a mere fraction of the EU's and the world's energy mix, but the EU leadership is hoping that hydrogen can decarbonise areas of industry that cannot be easily decarbonised by other means, such as renewables. The, uh, the strategy strongly prioritizes developing green or renewable hydrogen, that is hydrogen produced from water using electrolysis powered by renewable energy. It wants to see 40 gigawatts of electro electrolyzers producing 10 million tons annually of hydrogen by 2030. But the strategy also acknowledges that some low carbon fossil fuel based hydrogen will be necessary to deliver emission cuts in the short to medium term. This is primarily hydrogen derived from gas using steam methane reforming. Carbon produced from the process can then be captured and stored, minimizing emissions. Some in the gas industry have praised the strategy for recognizing the importance of some fossil fuel-based hydrogen in spurring the development of a true hydrogen market, while costs for renewable hydrogen are brought down. But others want to see a more level playing field created between different hydrogen technologies, supporting each one's development equally so that the best technology wins in terms of cost and feasibility. Renewable hydrogen still has some way to go to compete with fossil fuel based hydrogen on cost, but the Commission hopes that the gap will be bridged by the late 2020s. Going to Africa, the Total-led Mozambique LNG project has secured nearly $16 billion of financing from a group of 20 banks. Uh, contracts were signed earlier this month. It is understood that Japanese lenders accounted for the lion's share of the financing. Japan's key role is hardly surprising considering the project has two Japanese investors, Mitsu and Jokmek, and Japanese power companies are set to receive most of the uh, project's gas. Mozambique LNG is due on stream in 2024 and will produce 12 million tonnes per year of LNG at full capacity. Financing for the project uh, was closed just before an attack on workers employed by one of Total's subcontractors by armed gunmen in northern Mozambique. Eight workers were killed, three survived and another three are missing. Northern Mozambique has been in the grip of an insurgency since uh, 2017, increasing risks for Mozambique LNG and other gas export projects underway in the area, including ExxonMobil's uh, Ravima LNG project, also expected to be up and running by 2024. That project is due to reach a final investment decision next year, with uh, ExxonMobil and ENI having delayed taking that step by a year in light of the market collapse. Over to Latin America, Brazilian state oil company Petrobras launched further divestment plans this month as the company looks to get a handle on its debts. The company has uh, started the binding phase of, a, of the sale of its remaining 10% interest in gas pipeline firm NTS. It is also selling other infrastructure, refining and upstream assets. Besides settling debts, Petrobras also wants to raise more capital for developing deep offshore deposits. The timing for these sales is not ideal, of course. We've seen asset values plunge since the COVID-19 crisis began and its, and its resulting impact on oil and gas prices. But at the same time, Petrobras is under heightened pressure to raise cash as its earnings have taken a tumble. Returning to Europe, there has been some good news for Russia's embattled Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline project. Danish regulators have agreed to allow Gazprom to use anchored vessels to complete the pipeline. To recap, construction of the pipeline was halted in December after US sanctions were imposed, causing Olseas to leave the project. 
Russia now wants to use its own pipelaying vessels to complete the remaining 6% of the pipeline, all of which is in Danish waters. But for technical reasons, it may be necessary to anchor them while they work. Denmark's approval increases the odds that Nord Stream 2 will be completed by early 2021, as Russian President Vladimir Putin has predicted. But another threat is hanging over the project, potentially stricter US sanctions. A bill is currently making its way through US Congress that would impose these measures. Uh, this has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you and see you next time.